I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, clinical psychologist and brain health expert, and you're listening to The Bold Life Podcast, the podcast for working moms who are feeling stressed out and overwhelmed trying to do it all. As a working mom with big career dreams, I know what it's like to not have enough time in the day and to lack the skills and confidence to reach your goals. I have spent years understanding how our brains work and learning what holds us back from having the courage to reach our dreams. Each week, I'll be sharing practical strategies to help you find more time in your day, build your confidence, fight back against mom guilt, and reach your goals. If you want to learn how to thrive both at home and at work, you're in the right place. Hello, and welcome to the Bold Life Podcast. Today, we're talking about how to find the confidence to say no and how being afraid to hurt someone's feelings or being afraid to look bad might be burning you out. Recently, I got talked into a work project I didn't want to do. Okay, that's not exactly what happened. It's more that I said yes when I really should have said no. Here's what happened. I actually thought I had made them an offer they would turn down and they wouldn't give this project to me. But it turns out I didn't and the project was assigned to me. It wasn't a huge thing. It was definitely something I could handle within my scope, but it wasn't really a project I was passionate about. Nothing hard that I couldn't do, but as soon as I ended up saying yes, I felt bad about it. I didn't want to do it, and as the date that it was due got closer and closer, I was really just dreading it, hoping for some type of alien invasion or other miracle to prevent me from having to do this project. Have you ever felt this way yourself? You said yes to something, then instantly regretted it. Or as soon as that event got closer, you started dreading it and feeling so bad that you ever said yes in the first place. This might be a sign that you have a problem saying no. Let me ask you this. Do you find that you take on too much? You feel burnt out, overwhelmed, and like there's never enough time? Do you find that you're kicking yourself because you agree to do things that you really don't want to do? Then you end up grudgingly do them, but your heart's not really in it. You might even feel a bit resentful towards the people who asked you to do this task, and you definitely feel mad at yourself for saying yes, maybe even a little mad at the world for the situation. It doesn't have to be big things that you're saying yes to. Maybe it's yes to helping with a school trip or hosting a family dinner or staying late at work to help with an extra project. We've all been there. We said yes to something, then immediately regretted it. We felt in our gut that this was not the right thing to do, and we wish that we'd said no, but we didn't. Why does this happen? Our bodies react right away and tell us we made a bad decision. You feel it right away, right? Man, I shouldn't have said yes. I wish so much that I said no. Why did I do this? But we're not listening to our body. We said yes for some reason. Why does this happen? The struggle to say no comes from fear, and particularly the fear of what others are thinking about us. Usually there's two options. One, you're a bit of a people pleaser. You want everyone to like you. You want to help everyone, and you're worried if you say no, you'll upset someone or you won't be as helpful as you want to be. Or option two, you tend to be self-critical, and you're worried that people won't think you're good enough or will think less of you when you say no, so you keep saying yes over and over. Let's talk about these two sides of the fear coin for a minute. Option one, the people pleaser. Sometimes I call this the caregiver personality. 
I'm sure you know someone like this, might even be you yourself, that person that always goes above and beyond to help their friends. They're the first one to volunteer to help at school. They're volunteering for extra projects at work. They're organizing the potluck. They're always the first one to lend a hand. Everyone loves these people. They're really kind-hearted and compassionate. And what they want is to help others, which is fantastic until it's not. Like all things in life, there are limits. The trouble is, is that when we have this personality where we're always wanting to help others, we're wanting to make sure everyone's happy, we're people-pleasing a little bit, is we can spend so much time focusing on everyone else that we forget about ourselves. Yes, I might be the first one to offer you the shirt off my back in a blizzard, but I'm going to end up freezing. People-pleasers and caretakers are prone to burnout. Makes sense, right? If I'm spending so much energy taking care of the world, forgetting to look after myself, my body's going to burn out eventually. But here's the thing. You can't save the world if you're burnt out, if you're running on empty, if your body's throwing up the white flag and giving up. And this is truly what happens. Because folks with this type of caring and nurturing personality tend to ignore their own needs, their own things that they need to get by day to day, their body will eventually force them to pay attention. Caregivers and people pleasers are more likely to struggle with things like chronic pain, headaches, tension, stomach problems, sleep problems. Yuck, that's no good, right? What happens is that people pleasers are burning themselves out. We only have so much energy and so many resources in the day. If I'm always focused on what everyone else needs, making sure everyone else is happy, making sure that they like me, making sure that everything is going okay, and I'm ignoring my own signs of burnout, I'm going to run out of steam. My body's going to react. It's going to force me to pay attention, and I'm going to struggle with some of those symptoms that I mentioned. Not only are people pleasers and caregivers prone to burning out themselves, Unfortunately, this type of personality can lend us to being taken advantage of, not necessarily in a malicious or bad nature type of way, but if I'm always the one that's going to be putting up my hand to volunteer for projects, no one else in my office is going to be likely to help out and lend a hand, right? They're going to expect that I'm going to say, yes, I'll do it. So they just let me do it. At home too, if you're the person that's going to always say yes, that's going to always make sure everyone else is taken care of. When the discussion of who's going to host family dinner comes up, everyone's going to default to you. They're going to assume that you're going to say yes, and they're not going to volunteer, which just makes you feel more pressure to say yes, and you end up burning out. It's amazing to want to help others, but when it means we can't say no, even when it's the best thing for our own health and well-being, we're really not helping anyone. The second type of person who tends to struggle with saying no are those who struggle with self-doubt. They worry that they're not good enough. You know these folks too. They work so hard to give everything 110%. They're entirely committed to whatever they do, and they pride themselves on doing a good job. They put in longer hours than everyone else. When they say they're going to bring dessert to the potluck, it looks like it should be on a display in a bakery or up on Pinterest. They're so good at getting all the details right. Sometimes we refer to these people as perfectionists. Just like caregivers or people pleasers, perfectionists have a ton of strengths. They tend to be really successful because they work so hard to make sure everything is just right and perfect. They're a great person to have on a team. You know they're going to pull their weight and get their job done. But again, taken to the extreme, 
this style can cause you problems. Many perfectionists are the way that they are and so focused on being perfect because they struggle with the belief that they're not good enough, not smart enough, not talented enough. So they work extra hard to prove to themselves and to others that this isn't true. You can see how quickly this can lead perfectionists to burnout. If I'm always putting in 110%, this can only last so long. Perfectionists tend to take on more than they can handle. They're again, constantly feeling tired, burnt out, overworked, and stressed. And it really ends up being a catch-22. Because perfectionists are so detail-focused and always wanting to give their all, when they take on too much, they end up not being able to do it. They're not able to give their best because they're overworked. And when they want to always make things perfect, there's no possible way they can do this when they're taking on too many tasks, which means the dreaded mistakes, which just increases stress for perfectionists. If I'm focused on doing my absolute best all the time, but I'm overbooked, overloaded, my brain can't possibly give my best to every situation. And we know that when our brains are overworked, when they're tired, we make mistakes, which just leads to more stress and more self-doubt. Okay, back to my story of my own yes at work when I should have said no. What motivated me to say yes to this extra project is I'm trying to grow my business right now, and I'm feeling a little bit scared to say no to extra work. I worry about losing business contacts if I say no, or not being able to pay the bills or my staff. Really what it comes down to is I'm worried that others won't like me if I say no, they're going to take this badly, and they'll stop sending me more work projects. It really is as simple as that. At the heart, I'm worried about not being liked, so I said yes, instantly regretted it. But here's the thing. If I'm saying yes to everything, if I'm taking on too much, I'm getting overworked and burnt out, we already talked about how this means I'm more likely to make mistakes. So I'm stretched thin, I'm taking on all these extra tasks because I'm worried that I need to prove that I can do it, or I'm worried that people are going to think badly about me. But then I don't end up giving it my best. I make those mistakes that we talked about, which just means it's actually more likely that people are going to be frustrated with me. So I end up just hurting myself when I take on too much. I end up letting people down that I'm wanting to live up to. This also means if I'm saying yes to everything, I'm stretched to my limits. I don't have a lot of time. So when something comes up that you really want to do, like a special project at work or going to your kid's show, you actually don't have the time left to do it. So you miss out. When we say yes too much, we end up not being able to say yes to the things that really matter. And this can just lead us to more resentment. How come I have to do all this work? Why doesn't anyone help me? I want to be able to go spend time with my family, but I don't have any time. Have you ever noticed these thoughts? Ever noticed that you actually feel resentful towards the things you said yes to? Yeah, we've all been there before. This comes because we really should have said no to that task. Our bodies and our minds were telling us this wasn't something that we wanted to do. It wasn't something that fit within our resources. So we're stressed out and burnt out. We end up mad at ourselves and mad at others for agreeing in the first place. The goal that our brain has when we say yes is to either make sure that we're helping everyone and they like us or that others think we're competent, that we're good enough. Really though, as you can see, this is just going to backfire. 
people aren't going to be super happy with me if I take on too much work and I can't give an awesome result, if I can't pull through, or if I mess up because I'm overworked and overwhelmed. And you're not going to be very happy either. If you're taking on too much, you're going to be stressed, you're going to lack confidence. Learning to say no comes down to confidence and fear. We're scared that people will react badly, that they won't like us, they'll be upset with us. So our confidence is down and we say yes because it's easier in the moment than saying no and having to deal with maybe someone won't like me, maybe someone will be upset with me. The long-term impact of saying yes can actually be more negative, both for us and those around us. What we need to do is train our brains that it's okay to say no, that the world won't end. Yes, some people might not be happy, but in the long run, is it better if you're happier and you're able to do a good job with the things you say yes to? I think so. Here's your challenge this week. Next time someone asks you to do something, pause for a minute before you answer. Fight that reflex to say yes right away and ask yourself this, will I regret saying yes when the time comes for me to follow through with this task? If I say yes, and I'm going to regret it later, what I want you to do in that moment is find five seconds of courage and say, no, no, I don't want to take on this extra task. And you don't have to be rude about it. Something I like to say is, thank you for thinking of me for this opportunity, but I have to decline right now because of my other commitments. Direct to the point, you're saying no without being rude. Remember, if you start to waver, start to lack courage, Remind yourself of the risks of continuing to say yes to everything, and that's burnout, stress, and overwhelm. It takes courage to start to say no when your brain is telling you the easy answer is yes, but we build courage with each baby step in the right direction. What does your personality say about you? Your unique approach to stress, conflict, and challenge can impact your confidence and even your success. Head on over to my website, drnicolebyers.com forward slash quiz to take my free stress personality quiz. You'll get personalized tips based on your secret sauce to find confidence, fight fear, and reach your dreams. That's drnicolebyers.com forward slash quiz. All right, let's wrap it up. Today, we talked about the risks of always saying yes and why saying no can actually save you energy and resources that you can put towards the things that really matter. Remember, it takes a little bit of courage to start building the confidence to say no. And just like any habit, we learn confidence with practice. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. Nicole Byers, and this is The Bold Life. 